This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to The Waiting Room on Podcast225.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Waiting Room podcast here on Podcast225.com, iTunes, and Talk 107.3 mobile app. Um, For those of you that ever wonder what mental health professionals think, The Waiting Room is your opportunity to gain insight on how we apply psychology to everything from pop culture and current events to relationships and even social issues. Each of our episodes is comprised of the Wellness Studio team, myself, Katie Fetzer, and Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue, both co-founders and owners of the Wellness Studio, and also members of our community, just here to kind of search for the meaning behind all the madness. Yes. We hope that you can join us. Yes, definitely. Yes, I am Mary Catherine Rodrigue, and my co-host Katie Fetzer and I um, really are looking forward to bringing you a very innovative and intriguing podcast that we feel um, will better serve our community, answer questions about mental health, and just unite people in this bigger global discussion of why we do what we do, why we think uh, the way we think and how do we bring mediums that, uh, like art and music and business, Mm -hmm. um, and wrap that all around mental health and have some pretty interesting discussions that we hope you'll join along with us. You can, um, visit our Facebook page, Twitter, shoot us some questions, email us, um, we're happy to discuss things that you guys feel are relevant and would like to know more about. To start off, it makes a little sense, I think, to help you guys get an introduction for where this podcast really originated from and a little bit more about the wellness studio. Uh, Myself and Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue founded the wellness studio, which is a mental health private practice. And we provide counseling and psychotherapy services to the community here with locations in Baton Rouge and also Covington. Um, But something very unique about our offices is our aesthetic and the interior design inside of our offices. Um, I think it's no secret that mental health is still something that has a very strong stigma attached to it, um, with the research is showing even at a global level. Um, So across geographical regions and across cultures, there's still a very heavy stigma attached to mental health. And Dr. Rodriguez and I both having experience working in hospital settings um, prior to our private practice experience, we've seen how medicinal and sterile a lot of the environments can be where people are going to seek comfort and find support. And so we wanted to offer something and and provide a little bit of a change for the community to offer a very comfortable space. Right. And I think something to share that um, we uh, pride in is that this all kind of came from a very organic place. The wellness studio was created in response to, like Katie said, uh, this just need to find um, a way to, to help destigmatize mental health. And so uh, we took that idea and want to make it tangible. So the objects in our offices and the aesthetic designs are all made from things that people found no longer beautiful and functional and they, they tossed aside. Um, and we came along with the help of uh, various local artists to recreate those those objects into something more beautiful and more purposeful than when they started. And then we sat back and thought, well, doesn't everyone feel like that at some point in their life? Yeah. It doesn't matter what your struggle is. And so um, we, in, in having that discussion with, you know, in our own waiting room, sitting around talking, we thought, well, why not bring this um, 
to a to a place where more people can join in this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And I think how how cool that you, the way you just described all that. I mean, that's really truly what counseling is all about is empowering individuals to repurpose things in their life that may they may feel that is no longer functional. So if someone has gone through an adversity where they have experienced a significant loss in their life, um, people come to counseling for many reasons and sometimes people come to just better themselves and absolutely become um, a better person. It doesn't always have to be for um, extreme circumstances or, right. or dire hardships. It's right. preventative as well. Exactly. And I think that's one of the stigmas of mental health counseling. I think people think, mm-hmm. okay, well, I didn't have this this grave thing happen in my life and, and, and I don't think I'm crazy. So why would right. I go sit on a couch and talk to someone? Right. And it's so not about that. And that's why I think the beauty of having this podcast, will be able to shed some light on just many reasons that bring people in the door. So we're going to take a quick break, um, but we will be right back to bring you more um, information and introduction into the waiting room. Promote your business or organization on podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Welcome back Back to The Waiting Room. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Waiting Room. Just picking up where we kind of left off. We were, Dr. Rodriguez, my partner, and I were talking about mental health counseling and kind of just demystifying that a little bit and humanizing it Mm -hmm. um, and talking about just how the the general public's understanding of it um, still seems to be that there's this great stigma surrounding mental health. And we wanted to kind of see if we could maybe break through that barrier just by having a conversation about it together and giving you guys more accurate information on what it is and what it is not. Um, It is certainly always a a solution and something that can be very helpful for you, whether you just want to be a better person or you're facing an extreme adversity. It is not because you are crazy. It doesn't, is not something that people do because they are like the buzzword is always used crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it's not something to be ashamed of. So we wanted to be able to get that message out. Um, and just to kind of talk a little bit more, you know, about the mental health stigmas that, you know, that we are facing these, the stigmas that are happening, the research is showing it still exists um, at wide levels. And it's going to be something that people are subconscious about or not even mm-hmm. that consciously aware of. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about how that impacts the community. Yeah, absolutely. I think the stigmas also um, can be very environmental based. It's, it's the, it's the home you grew up in. It's the community you lived in. It's the schools you attended. It's the way that counseling was probably being discussed um, mm-hmm. in those environments. Or not. That, yeah. Or not the lack thereof them being discussed. Uh, and a little, a little bit about Katie and I's background. We're both uh, licensed professional counselors. Uh, Katie is a, a PhD candidate, and I have a PhD in counseling. Uh, so we were na- also nationally certified counselors, and I uh, have a specialty in oncology. Uh, I specialize with grief, and Katie specializes with trauma. So we, we've definitely um, have explored the field in, in areas that we found um, where where our skill sets lies. But uh, obviously, we're not experts in everything. So that's one of the beauties of the podcast 
podcast is when we're discussing Absolutely. these topics or if you shoot us a question or a comment and, and it's something not within our wheelhouse, we're the first to say that isn't in our wheelhouse and we will bring on that person yeah. to describe what it, whatever it is that you are seeking more information on. You know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because we do want y'all to know this episode is an introduction into what the waiting room is. And we in the future are going to have specific episodes with, you know, big topics that we think mm-hmm. will be important or interesting for you to be able to listen in on. And we are wanting to be able to bring in experts from the community in the area that we're going to be talking about. If it's something that's out of our scope, like she was just mentioning. Um, and just to kind of piggyback on what Dr. Roderick was saying, we want people to know <clears throat> our background so that you know that the information that we're providing is credible, um, but it also comes from an educated place. And so we want to be able to provide information um, I would I would maybe describe this as being kind of like NPR with a little bit of a yeah. creative twist. Exactly. Um, so that's what we want. We're trying to get an image for you guys to have a really good understanding of what to expect from this podcast. Right. Yes. PR, NPR with glitter. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> NPR with a twist. NPR, NPR with and glitter. And rock and roll. I like it. Yes. We're always um, wearing ripped jeans when we do these podcasts. Anyway, <laughs> in case you were wondering, we're not we're not sitting here in business suits or lab coats. It's definitely ripped jeans and rock and roll t-shirts. Not that NPR is, but people that think of mental health yeah. professionals or health professionals stigma, yeah. it is yeah no I'm actually glad you mentioned that because <laughs> that's one of the things that Dr. Roderick and I can kind of talk about in the waiting room when nobody else is around um, or when we're wrapping up for the day is is how one of the the things that I think you know the environment surrounding mental health is a lot of times they feel very medicinal and sterile mm-hmm. and it is very sometimes kind of lab coat business suit um, not that we have, you know, we are also very professional. We don't want people to think that we don't dress professionally, but at the same time, I think counseling is something that is so human. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you are literally talking with someone for roughly an hour mm-hmm. and they're bearing their soul to you right. and opening up in a lot of ways. It's, it's a vulnerable place to be at. And so the last yeah. thing we want is to come off as intimidating. Right. Um, it's very collaborative. And I like the, yeah. what you are just saying, because I think one of the biggest stigmas of mental health uh, is um, that we're advice givers. And I always tell right. uh, the, the individuals I'm working with, I'm like, look, if I had the best advice in the world, I'd probably have a, a line around the block. Like I would be like circus act. Like nobody has the best <laughs> advice ever. Um, you know, it's, it's really a collaborative space to be able to, to, to process what what you're going through, whether right. it's working on your communication skills, working on your coping skills, working on your family dynamics, which we all know are right. complex. So every family every is complex. Family. Yes. Right. And so, and one of the biggest things that I always share too, is like, look, I've been on the opposite side of the chair I sit in many times in my life. I understand. And I humbly respect the people that come to counseling. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to, to part of the stigma of, of people walking in that door is, is how is this person going to judge me? And yeah. one of the fundamental, um, basic skill sets that we have as therapists is empathy and you cannot be judgmental and empathetic in the same breath. You just can't. That's a really, really, really excellent point. Um, and also kind of sheds light, shed some light into just counseling in general and how it, it is kind of a mix of art and science, you know, even though we are grounded in science and we, there's evidence behind what we're doing and the methods we're using, or there should be, I should Mm say, um, there is a great art to what we do as well. You know, because of the fact that we're not giving someone advice, it's the difference between telling someone break up with the boyfriend that doesn't treat you well versus in a very 
artful way mm -hmm. backed by science helping that person become empowered to make the decisions for themselves exactly so exactly. And you can definitely think of of counseling in the way that she that dr rodriguez described is that it is not giving advice no. um and hopefully this can also help just the general public's understanding of of mental health and that if they are interested in in finding a counselor or seeking support you kind of now hopefully know what to look for we're kind right. of giving you some um, ideas in terms of if you were interested in seeking a counselor, you're knowing at least what to look for and what not to look for. Because mm -hmm. we we certainly are giving you kind of the the best practice model, but obviously we are all humans behind a title, so not every counselor right. is going to be the best at their trade. Right, right. And I think if I think about, I'm going to walk you through a typical scenario that we hear all the time. Somebody decides and has made the decision, uh, the very bold and brave decision, to go to counseling. So they look at their insurance company and they say, okay, who's on that panel? And there's a list of names and there could be 25 names in your area. And you think, okay, well, um, what name do I like? What name sounds therapeutic? I don't know. And so they pick somebody off that list and they go to the session, the intake session, and then maybe they, they keep going back because they feel like that's what counseling's supposed to be. Um, I would say give it three sessions. It's a, it's a therapeutic relationship that you're going to have mm -hmm. with your therapist. Um, you want to make sure this is someone that you can build rapport with, that right, you can absolutely. trust, that you feel like is understanding where you're coming from. It's, it's, it's almost like a, prof it, it this sounds kind of weird, but you look at it almost like dating in a way, but obviously on this like professional level of you're getting to know someone that you're going to allow into your life. And so you want to make sure that you're doing that with someone that's going to be beneficial. And if it's not going to be beneficial, the therapist will help you find a therapist that they feel like is a better fit for you. We do that all day long. Mm -hmm. There's there's no hard feelings. I always say it's easier to stop seeing me than the person that cut your hair because I feel like it's hard to leave the person that, that does your hair. <laughs> but it should be a collaborative um rapport building for the first initial sessions and then it should be a, a collaborative journey thereafter and if that journey's with that therapist great and if not you will find one that that does work for you absolutely so we hope you guys will stick with us and yeah. listen along um just as a, a brief disclaimer about the waiting room um, the contents that we're going to be talking about, we do not want anyone to mistake them for psychotherapy or counseling because um, that is not what we are providing. We are hoping that um, you will be able to get some information that can help you in some way, um, be able to find resources if you are in need. And those are things that you can do and follow up on by going to your general practitioner, um, going to your regular doctor or just looking at, like she said, your insurance provider list. Um, schools also offer great resources. So if anybody out there is listening and wanting to know, well, okay, now what? How do I, <laughs> how do I do this? How do I go about finding someone? Those are some just general guidelines of kind of getting there. Um, and what we're talking about certainly does not, should not be served as a substitute for counseling in and of itself. Um, and so we are hoping that you're going to stay with us and continue to listen to The Waiting Room. And we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Welcome back, back to The Waiting Room. 
All right, everyone, we are back. Katie Fetzer here with my partner, Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue. Um, we really just want to say thanks for those that took a chance and took some time to listen in to our very first episode of the Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com, iTunes, and Talk 107.3 mobile app. We hope to be able to, that you will continue to listen and stay with us on this journey. Um, next week, we are planning to have a guest on here that we're hoping to be able to give a little bit more uh, um, information to you guys and really illuminate the well, the waiting room and mm -hmm. also the wellness studio um, and give you guys a little bit more information about where we come from and the intention behind why we're here. Um, we want people to know that there's great purpose and there was great thought put into why we are doing this podcast to begin with. And so we kind of hope to be able to visit some of those things and we'll hope you'll stick along and stay with us. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Like I said, like Katie said, this is a journey and we're hope you're taking it with us. So just don't forget to so, so subscribe today to get the waiting room podcast here on podcast. Sub, sub, subscribe is a hard word to say. I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> so subscribe today to get the waiting room podcast here on podcast 225 iTunes and the talk 1073 mobile app till next time. Thank you so much for thank listening you. and we hope to be chatting with you soon. Thanks for listening to the waiting room. This has been a podcast 225.com production.